Hey, Philip. Yeah. I've been thinking about something recently, and I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. So, have you ever thought about in Christmas movies uh, where Santa Claus exists? Mm-hmm. Why do the parents never believe in Santa Claus? Because obviously they're not the ones putting toys under the tree or eating the cookies, stuff like that. Hmm. So why would they not? Why would they not believe? You just blew my mind. That's I. It blew my mind too. Wow. I was like, man, these hack fraud screenwriters don't know how to write a freaking movie. Wow. I got really angry last night, actually. Did you did you punch something? I started ripping down our uh Christmas decorations in my house. Wow. Christmas. My parent my parents ran in the room, they're like, Daniel, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> they were upstairs wrapping stuff. And I, I started throwing the eggnog up yeah. against the wall. Yeah. Started smashing all the ornaments. I'm about to you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? You gotta flip this table. <laughs> Hear that? That's me flipping the tables. <laughs> That's how mad I am right now. Merry Christmas, Philip. Merry Christmas, Daniel. Uh, welcome to our Christmas Day podcast spectacular. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, listener. Listeners? Well, no, you're probably right. It's Listener. Just, well, I would assume that it's just one person listening. Yeah. Though it may, you may be listening to this in a group. We highly suggest listening to this in a group because one of you laughs and the rest of you will laugh as well. Right. And it makes it for a far more enjoyable experience. It'd be a Christmas miracle. It would be a Christmas miracle for you to laugh at our jokes. That'd be great. Uh, today, Philip, would you like to explain uh, what our list is going to be? Today is all all of your favorite, beloved Christmas specials. Now, these aren't uh, Christmas-themed TV episodes. That'll maybe be next year? Maybe. Or the year after? Or, or sometime in the never. future? Maybe I never. Don't, I don't know if I have enough steam to go for a whole other year. You know what we're doing this year? Yeah. It's Christmas specials. That's right. Those those wonderful, wonderful shorts that play around Christmas time. Hey, you, you know what? What? I was just kidding. I was kidding earlier. You you think you'll have steam? I got the steam. How long are you wanting to do this for? I think that Jesus is gonna put a little more coal in my in my train and okay. just keep me going forever. Okay, so instead of Santa putting coal in your stocking, Jesus is putting coal <laughs> yeah, in your train. Yeah, it's a, it's a little, little reversal there. The I, coal is a good thing in this in this scenario. Well, yeah. Santa, <laughs> if you rearrange the letters, it spells Satan. So. <laughs> hey, there it is. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We are off the rails already. <laughs> um, cool. So this we don't really have any criteria for this episode. Mm-mm. It's basically just Christmas specials. Yeah. It, it, you, they're all bad. They're all bad. They're all great. <laughs> so number, there's no criteria. N- number ten on our list is is especially bad. Especially bad. Uh, are we are we getting right into it? I think so. There was one. I was gonna say something else, but oh, should we do? I think there might be a couple honorable mentions worthy. Oh, I'm sure there are. I think like there's one called Year Without Santa Claus. A whole year. 
That's whole about, year. I'm pretty sure that's about how long he goes every time. A whole year. <laughs> a whole year. <laughs> uh, that's the only honorable mention I have. Just one. Just one. Santa Claus, the year without Santa Claus is my honorable mention. Okay. Yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Okay. You want to tell them what number 10 is? I do. It's... Uh, the Star Wars Christmas special. Star, I think it, I believe it's called the Star Wars Holiday Special. It is, in fact, called yes. the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yep. Uh, so I've seen bits and pieces of this. Uh, Philip has seen the whole thing. I so I saw it when I was younger. I had a friend who was very, very into Star Wars, mm. and uh, he thought that this was the bee's knees. I think he <laughs> he knew that it was bad. Um, but he loved it so much that he made me watch it. Mm. And I don't I don't remember much. I just remember it not being good. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's a long it's a long thing. So I, I'm assuming with with commercials it was like two hours. Which yeah. is unbelievable. Um it's actually just so you know, it's never been rebroadcasted or had an official release oh, on really? the video. So Everything is just bootleg? Just a bootleg. Interesting. So somebody's got a VHS somewhere. Of it, yeah, no, it's somewhere out there. I wonder if George Lucas himself has it. I think George Lucas sleeps with it at night, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it makes him happy. Uh, uh, probably the only person that ma- this movie makes happy. Pro- probably, R- RLM did a really good episode on the holiday special. Did they? They well, they did two episodes. It's really funny. What's the, uh, what's RLM? RLM is Red Letter Media. They're the best best channel maybe ever. On on YouTube. Okay. Uh, they're great. They're so funny. And uh, they did a two-parter of the holiday special. First one is just them talking about everything but the holiday special. <laughs> it's like, it's a facade. They're like p- trying to get back on track, but it's ju- it just goes on to like every other movie under the sun. <laughs> and then the second part is where they actually dive into it. That's um, funny. So yeah. actually most of what I know is through that. That's funny. About the special. I know that... It revolves around Chewbacca's family, mm-hmm. and there's no subtitles. Yeah, it's just the the Bacas you, with their native language. The old Bacas. Um, I, I literally think one of their name is Lumpy. <laughs> I don't see. That's how little I remember. Lumpy Baca. I um, I was pretty sure that you were talking about r- lobster, red 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 lobster meat when you said RLM. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's uh. That's where my mind goes. I'm sorry. I I just <laughs> uh, I yep. All right. Um, <laughs> Number nine. Uh, did we? Did we did, so basically, the reason why we put this on our list is because it's we know it's awful, but we just want to be funny. We, we are funny. To put, we wanted to put number ten as as kind of a joke. Yeah, a jokester. So last night, actually, that might have been this morning. I was talking to my wife, and she, and I was like, hey, you know. We're, Pretty funny podcast, yeah. And she's so. like, "You are, you guys are pretty funny." She's like, "But you know that you're funny, which makes it not funny." <laughs> oh, so uh, this one's for you, Linz. Lindsay. Lindsay. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Philip's wife is my sister. Yeah, that's how that's how Philip and I are are known to each other. Uh, yeah, is through through marriage of my sibling. I thought for sure people would be able to figure that out by, you know, the cadences of our voices. Just be like, ah, brother Oh, bro- brother <laughs> Could have figured that one out. Um, okay, so enough from the Star Wars special. It came out in <laughs> 1978. Did you like how I put all the dates? Um, 
Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna paint a picture for everybody right now. We're in a, co- a cozy little little room. Yep. Uh, down in a church basement with a bunch of it's it used to be a video studio, so it's got some some all right acoustics, mm. and we have a very medium sized whiteboard, <laughs> not yep. large, not it's small, right. medium sized. Daniel has furiously written down everything on the on our future. Uh, talking points. Yep. Uh, and beside each movie is, or not movie, each special is a is a year. Yeah. Um, so that we would know exactly what year it would be. Yeah. I think it's interesting to see when which ones came out and stuff like that. And I thought it'd be interesting to the the listener at home. So, nineteen seventy eight, Star Wars. Star Wars holiday special came out a year after A New Hope. What happened eight years before that? What happened eight years before that, you asked? Yeah. Well, in 1970, a little a little cartoon special, our number nine spot, <laughs> goes to The Night the Animals Talked. Mm, the, the mysterious movie. Yeah, it's very, very weird. The, there's not much on this special. Uh, to, as far as my knowledge is concerned, it only aired one time. And if that's not true, it didn't air for very long. My parents told me about it. And then you and I, Philip, we found it on YouTube. We did find it. Uh, it's like cut into two parts. It looks like someone's filming it from their TV screen. <laughs> uh, very bootlegged. Uh, I watched it. You you actually watched it. I you did watch it. I skimmed time? it a little bit. Okay. But I, I did watch it. I was hoping this would be kind of like a... Like a like an old sto- old old story that your parents just tell you about, mm. and then you'll tell your p- kids about it, and then they'll I mean, tell their th- kids. Th- it's probably what's going to end up being because <laughs> I haven't seen. You know, I I skimmed it, but you know what my you know what's great about it is that it gets really sad at the end. You why? know why, Philip? Why do you know what the story is? So the night the animals talked is about the night that the animals talked, well, and I would have guessed these, that. Yeah, it's about a bunch of farm animals. I believe there's a cow present, a few pigs, a rooster. The rooster like dances around. It's like the one thing a rooster can do. <laughs> he sings like this little jig. Um, <laughs> they get the ability to speak for one night, um, and they all start arguing and bickering. Okay. And then Jesus is born in their stable. Do they become speechless? Well, so right as they realize what has just happened, the miracle of Christ's birth. Yeah. They go out to start telling the town and then they lose the ability to speak. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And it, then, like, it, I think the cow is, like, the main one. Yeah. The bull. He's like, he's like, well, he's like, I hope that people one day can witness the miracle that we've witnessed tonight. Oh, and my. he's like, <laughs> he loses the ability to speak. Wow. So it gets really sad, but it, it revolves around uh, Christ. The Christ in Christmas. That's how, why we, why how many why more people that. would believe in Jesus if all the animals would have told us? That would have been great. I certainly would not. You wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a less less plausible. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, but uh, yeah, it it got gets a little sad at the end. That's a little sad. Um, but yeah, good. It, it's very cheap. It's very low budget. Very much so. The The... Dialogue doesn't match up with the mouths very oh, well. No. Very, Wait, is it like cartoon or is it's it? It's cartoon. Okay, yeah, it's cartoon. Um, but it's a good little, good little story. I like it. I liked it. Hmm. The parts that I watched. All right. Uh, 
So that was 1970. Uh, we're going to jump to our latest entry on the list, number eight. Philip, would you like to? I, I would. This is, uh, this is the most recent thing I've ever seen. That's true. My I, eyes have laid eyes, laid, laid eyes. My eyes have laid <laughs> upon like iPhone screen. Literally like 20 minutes ago. Like 20 minutes ago, and I watched this called A Christmas Caper. Madagascar's Penguins, A Christmas Caper. Yes. Um, very funny little short. I think it was a I think it was a bonus feature on the DVD release of the Madagascar. Yeah, this is a deep, deep cut for all of you Madagascar fans yeah. out there. All five of you, <laughs> uh, five of you being the five Cardiffs. Yes, that, <laughs> that are, are Daniel's this. family. Because <laughs> I think that's the only people I know who love it. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's a really funny little short. It is very funny, uh, and it, and it like it feels like Christmas Eve. It's like cold feeling. There's lots of Christmas lights. Yeah, the, it's a and it's you know it's really good animation. There were some funny yeah. funny little things that I saw. Well, the penguins are hilarious in the yeah. movies. They they got that down pat. And it has a little a little bit of heart with with Private wanting to get the polar bear uh, a little Christmas present. Yeah, he's so sad. And and the other penguins are like, we don't we don't fly solo here. Yeah. So if you uh, if you've never seen this, you can find it on Vimeo with uh, with. <laughs> <laughs> the Russian subtitles. <laughs> if uh, you've never seen it and not spend money on the, the with Christmas the, special, with DVD. the beginning and end cut off, is that what it happened? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it's a. Uh, or you can come to my house and watch it with me and That'd my wife. Um, Lindsay would love that. Yeah. I won't tell you my address, so you just got to figure that out. But the the best little bit of the short is when they shove a bunch of peppermint mints into Rico. And they use him as a machine gun. Yeah, it is pretty funny. It's got some good sound effects. Yeah, it does. I I like it a lot. It's like pop. It's like uh, like 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 a something something. Mm. I won't. That is a good point, Philip. I was trying to. I was going to do it with my with my fingers and my cheek, and I realized I don't think that that was the sound. Oh, (laughs) the the one thing that you that Cameron from Ferris Bueller does. Yeah, do it just. There we go. I can do that, but it wasn't that sound. I don't understand how you can do that. I don't understand how that's physically like possible. I don't... Okay, whatever. Uh, number seven. <laughs> well, I'll oh. explain it. I yeah. have a very large water pit in the back of my throat. <laughs> I just let a little little piece of dr- water drip into it. That's how it works. There's a very, very like, about 50% of the human race that has that. Hey, Philip. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Philip hates mouth noises. Ugh. Uh, okay, number seven. The Little Drummer Boy in 1968. It's an oldie but a goodie. Oldie but a goodie. Um, I I just realized I like I repeat lots of stuff. You just said an oldie but a goodie, and I just repeated it. <laughs> just I just do it a little faster. But uh, I'm sorry about that. It's okay. Um, Little Drummer Boy. It's it's everything. classic. What? Hmm? It's a classic. Um, I had watched it when I was very young. And then I rewatched it today. Uh, it's a good little, good little story. Um, it's it's kind of cheaply made. Just like I, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me what is Little Drummer Boy about? I've actually I've seen it. I'm sure, okay. but I don't remember anything about it. The Little Drummer Boy. Um, it's got a little little story about this boy uh, who's who I'm is very he's a drummer. He's a, he's a drummer. His par- <laughs> his parents gave him a drum for Christmas or for okay. his birthday or something. 
and he loves it. And since it was a gift of love, when he plays it, the animals dance to the drum. Oh. They, like, follow him. I think the donkey's literally, like, on his hind legs. <laughs> um, oh, so he plays the music, which, you know what's really awful about the short? What's is that? that when, he, when he's beating the drum, mm-hmm. no drum sounds are made. Oh. It's like, it's like other instruments. <laughs> I was very confused, but... Uh, so the drum is a gift of love, mm-hmm. um, but then bandits come and they steal all of his his animals. I think they murder his family. Whoa! I think it, it was kind of vague, but they're never mentioned again. Gee! And they burn his house down. Oh my! So then the little drummer boy he hates humanity after that. I are you? I'm being for real. You're being for real. I'm being for real. And then he wanders the desert with his three with a camel. A donkey and a sheep. Okay. He wanders playing his music, and they follow him around. And oh. then, the, so basically, he's like enslaved them to his drum. So they. No, must. But he loves them. <laughs> okay. But then this this little or not little this fat huckster. Okay. He like comes and he he takes the drummer boy into slavery. Oh. And makes him play music for his like sideshow. He's got like jugglers that are really bad, and then he makes this little boy play drums. Yeah. It's a it's a very intricate thing. And then they go into Jerusalem and they play. He plays music, okay. and all the people start cheering. But then the narrator's like, he got angry at at the people uh, for having so much joy after humans have caused him so much pain from oh. killing from murdering his family. And then he starts yelling at the people. I don't think that this is true. I'm I, I'm dead serious. I feel like you've made this. I'm up. dead serious. And he said he's like, "Stop it, all of you!" And he stops playing the drums. And then they all start throwing like tomatoes at him. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even kidding, Phil. And then they go, and the the guy that enslaved him was like, "You boy, I'm you're in trouble." <laughs> and then they see the three kings, the three wise men. They're on their they're, they have their tents and they're on their way to they're following the star, and they're and the the guy who enslaved the drummer boy all he wants is money and he's like hey, I I'll do this little this little show for you guys if you give us money and they're like no we're going to see the king of kings, uh, we don't need you. Okay. He's like dang it, and then one of the camels for the kings it collapses. Okay. So the the huckster, the fat guy, he sells the drummer boy's camel to the kings. Oh. And and the little drummer boy's like crying. He's like, no. Okay. And then the guy just takes the money and leaves. He like ditches the drummer boy. Okay. Uh. So then the drummer boy follows the star because the king said that they were. So he goes to get the camel back. Okay. And he comes across Bethlehem. Yeah. And all the shepherds are walking in, and the yeah. kings are there. And he's like, oh, there's my camel. So he starts running towards the camel. And then he sees Jesus. Well, no, and then a a Roman soldier in a chariot pulled by horses comes, and he runs over the boy's lamb. (laughs) (laughs) No way. (laughs) The boy's lamb's name is Baba. (laughs) And and it's about to die. And he's like, the wise men will know what to do. So he, like, takes the lamb over to one of the wise men. He's like, can you help my sheep? (laughs) And he's like, no, he's about to die, kid. He's, <laughs> he's like, but there's a king of kings over there that can help you out. Oh. So he he's like, but I don't have any gifts to bring. So he gives him a lamb. No, he's like, he's like, you got that drum, kid. Oh. And he goes and plays the drum for Jesus, and then the sheep is healed, 
And then, and then the narrator's like, and all the, and the boy, the drummer boy realized all this time his hatred for man was unjust. And then it goes up in the sky and it shows a star, the Christmas star, and it ends. Wow. That took me on a journey. I I don't believe any of that. Yeah, I will, I will show it to you after we're done. I, I mean, that's crazy. But it's, it's not very good claymation, (laughs) very kind of jumpy. But it's good message. Good message at the end. I I mean, what is the message? The message is that you should uh, like through Jesus we can love people. You think so? I that's what I got out of it. Uh, that's okay. Maybe just the retelling uh, got lost in translation. It sounded to me like play your drum for Jesus and your sheep will get healed. I maybe that was it. <laughs> I th- well, you know what the real message was? I think it was like no matter what you have Bring it to bring it to Jesus. Okay, that, even I if can, it's not gold or frankincense or myrrh, like bring what you got. Yeah, bro. bring what you got, basically. Okay. So, and then he doesn't hate the people at the end because Jesus showed him showed him grace. I see. So it was, it was good. Yeah. Mary's mm. blonde for some reason, which mm. doesn't make any sense to me. But I uh, bet she was white too. She, I think she was. Yeah. But the the little the voice for the little drummer boy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Philip. Santa like, Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming Santa to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. It's the best version Santa of that song. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Santa Claus <laughs> is coming to town. 1970 classic. 1970, yeah. Oh, the little drummer boy came out in 1968. I don't know if we said that. I think we did. Okay, cool. Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, classic. I don't think you and I have a very, either one of us have a very emotional connection to this. Never seen it. So. Yeah, okay, so obviously Philip is not. Very, very, very little. Um, uh, the one thing I, I do like about this short or this special is that it gives a little bit of unique perspective on Santa. Mm-hmm. It, it basically goes through his entire life. Oh, okay. Um, like from little boy? Yeah, like from a baby getting orphaned. And being left on the doorstep of the oh. Kringles, oh, and they're toy makers, oh. So it, it's interesting. Um, Stays in the family business. Who's the Mickey Rooney? He does the voice. Oh, okay. And and uh, there's a villain called Winter, the Winter Warlock. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I didn't do research on this because I don't want it to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the Ice King from Adventure Time is based on this wizard. Oh. Because he looks very much so like him. It pro- probably. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, uh, basically Santa shows this villain, the the Winter Warlock, love. Basically he converts his heart at the end. I see. So it's got a good little, little emotional thing to it. I see. And that's all that we're going to talk about. Yeah, we took a <laughs> long time on Little Drummer Boy, so I think yeah, we should go. Yeah, I know. Say it. Basically, when I think of when I think of Christmas specials, this is one of the first ones that comes to mind. So we kind of—I I feel like it's a classic, and I feel like we couldn't have left it off. That's right. So I do know the name of it. I just—I yeah. don't know anything about it besides that I've heard of the name. Yep. Okay. Uh, number five is whoa. What? My turn, fool. No, you said Santa Claus is coming to town. Why did but I? But then say I it? talked about it. I'm gonna That's, introduce this one, and then you're gonna talk about you're it. You're right, Daniel. Is going to introduce this one now. Number five is A Muppet's Family Christmas, 1987. 
Oh yeah. So yeah. I Philip, just, Philip I, just watched this. One. I just I just watched this one. It's you know just a delightful. It really is little little Christmas special. It is. Uh, give you a little refresher. Yeah, go on ahead. It. Tell uh, me about it. There's only one human being in this whole this whole thing. Mm. I, doesn't Jim Henson show up at the end? He's like those Muppets. Yeah, but that's not. You're not supposed to know that. Oh, you're not supposed to know that's Jim Henson. He's just another Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so two human beings in the whole thing, except for Jim Henson. So really, just one. One. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, it's just about what's the bear's name? Fozzie. <laughs> Fozzie. I was going to say Foggy. No, Fozzie I knew bear. it wasn't Foggy. Uh, Fozzie's <laughs> bear invites all his the whole gang to mm. cr- to Christmas at his mother's house, but his mother's going to go away. So she was going to have this this human being man stay in the house. Poor poor Mama Fozzie. Poor Mama Fozzie doesn't get to go. Poor <laughs> human being man has to stay there with all the Muppets. Yeah, right. Uh, but they learn they learn many good things. Yeah. Um, like how to share things. Okay. Um, I have notes. <laughs> There's some good like just actual normal Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. They uh, didn't write like anything for it, right? No, nothing nothing happens. There's one moment that there's like this bear Muppet that's straight up a bear. Like doesn't have any sort of the Muppet like personality, it's just like fangs. Wait, what part was this? Uh, it's during a song. I don't remember. And this. it's like this really happy song, so it kind of like makes it funny. But the bear is terrifying. <laughs> um I'm not sure if they did that on purpose or not. I feel like Jim Henson's like, ah oh, crap. We need another. We need another costume. Just go buy it from <laughs> a buy hunting a, store. <laughs> go buy a bear costume. <laughs> uh, worked out. Also, I'm not sure when Muppet Babies became a thing, mm. but this was definitely the introduction of it all. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a little. There's a little Muppet Baby vision. It's great. Yeah. Is that the first ever appearance of Muppet Babies? I don't know. This this movie came out in 1987, and that happened in the 90s. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh wow. Okay. So I don't know. Also, many, many a dad jokes. Uh, oh, were it there? Made, it made my heart happy. Mm. Um, and and I love it. They focus on uh, mostly the Muppets. The Sesame Street characters do show up. They do randomly show up. And so do the Frockle Rocks. That Yeah, what is that? I, it was another Jim Henson-produced Muppet or puppet show around the time. Yeah, that's all. And that that is what gives it the little, like, you should enjoy the gifts that you get. Yeah. Kind of it's got a thing that you right. should learn in Christmas time, I guess. Yeah, and I'm fine with the Sesame Street gang showing up because I like Oscar the Grouch. He's fine, and he's got a little bit bigger of a part. He's one of the more main Sesame Street characters, but I like that they focus more on the Muppets yeah. and the Muppets that we like. That's true. They didn't. Uh, they didn't do much on Rizzo the Rat, and that's my that's my man. That's true. You do like Rizzo. But they do animals in it quite a bit. Yes, he is. Um, animals, my favorite. Uh, obviously, Kermit and Miss Piggy have a yep. little. Miss Piggy's trying to get to the house, but she's at like a modeling shoot. Yeah, takes her a while. Uh, yeah, uh, and I love the the movie. Feels so warm in the house because there's like the blizzard going on that's outside. True. The house feels warm, and there's yeah, an icy patch right at the right at oh, the Oh yeah, door. that's like a hilarious gag. Yeah, I don't know if it's hilarious, but it is a gag. I I liked it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> well, I kept waiting for it to kind of like 
it was like a big setup for yeah. something, and then it just no, it was just the joke. <laughs> the, the joke is that there's an icy patch at the front of the door, so watch out. I, th- I thought it was hilarious, but yeah, good, good to see all all the Muppets in one location. whole Muppet gang. The only thing I I don't like is that I think this predates Pepe the prawn. Oh, and I love me some Pepe the prawn. He's very funny. Um. But I think this was before he was introduced into the the lore of okay. Muppets. So, okay, uh, what's number four, Philip? Frosty, Frosty the Snowman, Frosty the Snowman, nineteen sixty nine. One of our older ones. Yeah, uh, I I hardly remember anything about this. So I, you're gonna have to lead me through it. You know what? I just want to mention really two things about Frosty the Snowman. Okay, it's classic. Yes, it is. The, the song obviously is infamous. It's a very famous song. Would you like to sing it for me? Oh, I'm glad you did that second part because for a second there, I thought you were doing Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think I think this special has a very funny ending. Do you remember the ending? I don't remember the ending. The magician. <laughs> Locks Frosty into a greenhouse and he melts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Maybe my parents shielded me from that horror. I do remember Jack Frost, that weird, scary, like. Oh, I was going to mention that earlier at the honorable mentions. Uh, but that's like a movie, isn't it? Oh, it might be. Oh, you're thinking of like the live action Jack Frost. Yeah, the freaky live action oh, Jack Frost. Oh, no, there's like a claymation Jack Frost, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. I but guess. yes, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one. Is that Michael Keaton? I don't know who it is. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, I not much more on Frosty. It's just kind of a classic. Yeah, you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. We've The whole we've world's seen it. seen it. Yeah. You can't miss it on television. No, not at all. Unless you don't have television, which mm. probably majority of you that are young don't. Your you parents just, do. Your parents do. You can steal their login information <laughs> and you can watch it. Uh, number three, good old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Also, classic song. Yes, 1964. This is the oldest one on the list. It's an old, old man. It's old actually, man's tale. Old man's tale. You know, you know what I love about this special, Philip? What's that? It's so weird. <laughs> I feel like a lot of things from the 60s, 60s were weird. Yeah, I agree. What, what, are you, what are your fond memories of this? Um, not much. Okay. Just remember, I can visualize what Rudolph looks like. That's mm. about the extent of, uh, of my movie uh, I, remembrance. You know, you, know what, you know what all the weird stuff in this movie is? What's that? There's an elf that wants to be a dentist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's there's an island of misfit toys. I think I vaguely remember that. There's a there's a polka dotted elephant on the misfit island toys like, toy islands. Like from uh uh the same ones that are in Winnie the Pooh. Oh, maybe. That's probably what they're based off. Perhaps, of. perhaps. Uh, maybe that was Christmas time. Maybe that should have been in our alternative Christmas movies. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> when he has the the honey dreams. And you know what the best part of this special is, Philip? What's that? Rudolph gets bullied. You get oh, that's the best part. It's so funny. Oh, 
Because well, he's different. But I'm <laughs> Rudolph. What? But I'm Rudolph. Like in my when I watch the movie, that's who you relate, so you relate to. to. It's funny because he's different, so people make fun of him. Oh. And they exclude him. It's funny. I don't I, know. I guess it has a happy ending or whatever. He he guides the sleigh, and the abominable snowman puts the star on top of the tree. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I think I remember that. I like the parts when he gets bullied. (laughs) (laughs) You're a sick freak. (laughs) Would you like to uh, introduce our number two spot, Philip? Number two, uh, Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Mm. Um, So I have seen this passively many times. Mm. Uh, Our church, we make, we do like the candle things like during during our Christmas Eve Mm. service. Yes. And uh, I'm a staff member there, and every every Christmas time, we uh, all of our staff gets together, and we have to put these candles together. <laughs> and uh, Charlie Brown just plays the whole time. Oh, that's so. Uh, that's what that's how I remember it the most. Uh, as always, uh, Charlie is a Debbie Downer. He's big, like, oh, I hate Debbie Downer. I hate the commercialism of Christmas. Yeah. Good grief. Good grief, Charlie Brown. And Snoop, you know what's funny is Snoopy, usually Snoopy's pretty like, I don't know, passive in these things. He's kind of just a funny thing. Yeah. But in this, it seems like he's just always kicking Charlie while he's down. (laughs) It's like his role in this one. (laughs) At least that's how I take it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. You got the beautiful Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Yep. That ending with with the... most beautiful tree in the world. Yeah, and and you know what's the best part of this? No jokes. No jokes here. Jokes no aside, jokes. is that Linus quotes scripture. That's true. He quotes the Christmas story. That's true. It's awesome. It's Give, awesome. Gives you a little little teary eyed. That's why I ranked it at number two. I I think that it. Is, I personally, I might put this as number one. Really? Yeah. Well, it's not. It sure ain't. Because number one is. Undeniably, <laughs> how the Grinch stole Christmas, nineteen sixty-six, and Charlie Brown is nineteen sixty-five. Mm-hmm. But how the Grinch stole Christmas, nineteen sixty-six. It's it, it, nineteen sixty-six. <laughs> it's the best. Ah, it's the best ever. It is very good. You know what I, I didn't re- contest this before the podcast, so so I really can't say anything. I just watched this yesterday twice. Okay. Watched it twice while I was putting up the Christmas tree. Uh, not not yesterday, as in like today's Christmas when this episode's <laughs> dropping, uh, when we recorded it. Uh, uh, very very great. I realized the animation. Did you ever watch Tom and Jerry growing up, Philip? Did I watch? Of course, I watched Tom and Jerry. Do you remember the episodes where they were like down by the docks a lot? Yeah, it's very similar to that animation. Okay, The Grinch reminds me a lot of Tom in those episodes of Tom and Jerry. And I, I like hit me. I was like, that looks a lot like those episodes of Tom and Jerry. Lo and behold, it was directed by Chuck Jones, who did a lot of Tom and Jerry stuff. Ah, there you go. I think I you think it may connection. have been the same the same animation company who Probably. did it. Um, but yeah, this th- you know what what surprised me this year of watching this because I watch this every year. This is like a tradition to watch this. Okay, is how funny it is. It is. It's very. It makes it's delightfully funny. Yeah. The Grinch is hilarious. Yeah. Max reminds me of Metzger. That would be my dog. Yeah. Philip has a dog named Metzger. 
and he looks a lot like Max. He even back. has a little bump on his head. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, man, this thing's just so classic. It is very good. Speaking of great Christmas songs, great Christmas songs. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. And and would you like to, to talk a little bit about the lesson learned at the end of the Grinch? Um, no, not really. Well, oh, <laughs> I was trying to give you some time. <laughs> what would you like to say on the Grinch, Philip? <laughs> the Grinch. Um, I'm kind of just here to like add some spice to, this, <laughs> to these lists. I don't know if I'm here for the the meat of it, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to add. <laughs> I was going to talk about the lesson that the Grinch learns at the end when the famous line is said, it uh, came without boxes, it came without tags. That's not even the right, that's not even the right thing. It's it very came, famous. So famous that Daniel remembers it line for line. Oh, I know. It says, came without ribbons, it came without tags, it came without packages, boxes, or bags. And and Grinch learns he learns that that Christmas isn't about the material stuff. Oh, I see. It's within, and and that it always gets me <laughs> that part. And um, I realize this this year around, the reason why he goes from so evil looking to so nice when he realizes this is because uh, in between one of his eye blinks, mm-hmm. his eyes change color. Oh, it changes from red to blue. And he looks much more sympathetic at that point. Mm, that's good. That's a good call. Very the art director. Yeah, very much so. Uh, it was great. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. If people ever make l- this list of best Christmas specials, and this isn't number one, that list is wrong. Unless it's Charlie Brown. I, you know, I was I was looking at a list today <laughs> of this stuff. Yeah, Grinch was number four. Oh. And Charlie Brown was number six. Oh my! Yeah, it sucked. Who wrote that? The Satan? It was. It's a YouTube channel that does like top tens. Yeah, it's awful. I'm glad that you didn't say their name because they don't deserve it. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. But I, I think these two are definitely the top, the top two. I, I agree. I think honestly, our list is correct. It is the most correct of all the lists. Yep. Um, we have one. One more thing that we need to do. Oh, okay. Um, where does Pikachu fit mm. in your Nintendo Classic Countdown? I'm glad. Okay, so Philip, I, I this is not planned ahead of time. <laughs> Philip just asked me about this, but you know what's funny is I was thinking about this last night. I'm glad that you were. Because, I really was. Uh, you said that you were going to redo it in about four episodes. It is now officially four episodes. Did I say four or five episodes? I don't. I listened to it and I wrote it down in my notes to ask you. Uh, it says, "Ask Daniel where does Pikachu fit on episode number seven? This would be episode number seven. Okay. He goes in at number four. Number f- wow, so low. Not low. He's at number six. He's my he's my number one. It goes it goes number one. Link, Kirby two, Mario Mario three, <laughs> and Pikachu four. Well." It bumps it bumps Bowser to five and Samus to six. Who got kicked out then at number ten? No one. Pikachu is still in it. And he just moved spot. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. Um, right. Well, that's but honestly, solved. I did make another change to it. Oh, I switched out Zelda for Donkey Kong. Okay, 
Donkey Kong deserves to be on my top ten. That's true. And I'm so sorry for everyone that I did not put him on my top ten. I'm glad you've repented. I have. I have. I'm so sorry. Uh, so that's the end of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Zanga. Uh, make sure to go to our website, um, classiccountdownconversations.com. Uh, there's really not anything exciting there, except that you can leave a comment mm. on one of our posts and say, boy, I sure did like this one. And then we'll know, and then we'll feel good inside. Or and, boy, do I want to kiss Philip on the lips. Uh, don't do that, unless you're Lindsay, my <laughs> wife. Uh, anybody else that says that's a real weirdo. And ha- have a good Christmas with your family. Merry Christmas from us at Classic Countdown Conversations. Uh, and a Happy New Year. Philip. I guess we'll say that next week. Philip, say it. I'm not going to say it. Daniel has been trying say, to get me. Philip, say, stay foxy, my friends. I'm not going to say it. Just say it. Nope. Stay foxy, my friends, is mm-hmm. what. Uh, Philip, the listeners want to hear it. The listeners will just have to wait and see if I will ever say that. Philip, you need to say, stay foxy, my friends. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. I said it once and I cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> Philip, say, stay.